Oh, trendsetters, welcome to episode 694 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg. And if you have a question for the show, training, racing, nutrition, whatever it is, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. And this is about the time I would normally start routinely say, follow my training at coronavirus, but I'm on the edge of, of that. Um, it's... I'm I'm struggling to be honest. I've I wrote this blog out. I did you know went back through all sorts of good stuff on you know I was going to do a deep dive into my swimming, um, deep dive into cycling and running and all all that. And just, uh, the the blog's ready to go. And I was just about to press publish, and I'm thinking why? And there's that um, reminds me of that you know old show um boston legal with denny crane would say you know he once said you know the worst thing you can do is uh, say the word why you know ask yourself why you just do your bloody head in so i'm i'm there going why am i doing this and you know for the people that don't you know just tuning in and wondering what the hell is this bald-headed turds talking about i had a you know i registered this website a little while ago coronavirus.com and the plan was to devote a website purely for you know your mid-pack age groupers who dream and want to go to the Ironman World Championships that's what it was about and I wasn't doing anything with it between a lack of time and a lack of motivation to to set it up properly and it was just sitting there doing you know not even looking pretty just doing nothing and so I was thinking to myself maybe I should you know just do a bit of blogging maybe just write write about my journey to you know for, as i'm you know training for iron man and stuff and i had a at first it was um i thought oh yeah that'd be right because i don't want to didn't want to start up a, a well i didn't want to do youtube or anything because every man and his dog's doing that and I, I haven't exactly got the face for youtube and i you know <laughs> mind you i haven't even got the voice for a podcast but that hasn't stopped me but uh, and I was thinking, oh yeah, but you know, the blog, yeah, I could, I could, I could do that. That that that, that sounds doable. At least you know, it it would be a stepping stone. And then, I'll when I'm ready to do that, you know, the whole coronavirus concept, it will be, you know, there's a there's a plat- stepping platform. And then, you know, I, and I was surprised how many people clicked on um, and had a read of, you know, the crap I'm doing. But I don't know why, and it goes. Um, it also reminded me of that whole, um, you know, what's your why? What is your why? And I always thought that was a pile of crap, and I always generally tune off when people start talking. What's your why? Because I always put that down to a bunch of fake gurus or um, just a bit of a marketing ploy. What's your why? And but I did find I got why am I doing this? Why? And because I don't need pats on back, I don't need um, you know any you know. I don't, why am I why am I caring about sharing this with people? But I why do I think so highly of myself? Where where I would think people are interested in that. So I haven't pressed publish, and I'm bloody on the verge of just you know just deleting it really. Um, because I'm I'm really struggling there, and don't send me emails and 
and messages on social media saying do it because that's that not going to drive me um I, it's i'm i'm just i'm on that crossroad though i'm because i because i'm not even blogging on trainsmove.com at the moment and that you know that's that's probably where i should, should be focusing my time and efforts on that and not just typing about my swim which you know on the on a side note of the side note of the side note my swimming um it, it is something i'm quite proud of even though you look at my swim times and you think geez you look proud of that this guy swims like a bloody brick Whew. um but when i first got into triathlons um I, I you know in 2010 i did my first Ironman, and then I, after that i did a few um local distance triathlons and i was either the last person out of the water or the second last person out of the water i used to go to these races thinking to myself god's sake i hope that old lady bloody comes to this race so i can not come last out of the water here and then sometimes she would turn up like you little ripper i'm gonna be second last out of the water and then, then when she wasn't like a bloody hell oh, i guess i'm coming last out of the water again and um and then so i've kind of it's been a hard bloody slog over many years and a lot of technique work a lot of volume and i'm i'm at this little crossroads at the moment where um i i've, I've seen improve seen great improvements in my swim recently but i'm at this crossroads where i can get my distance per stroke right but my stroke rate goes down but if i increase my stroke rate my distance per stroke goes down and i'm it's just in that funny little crappy spot at the moment but anyway um that that's beside the point but yeah but the, the swim is something i'm i i'm proud of it's it's i've got tons of work left to do um, and I went right into a whole lot of stuff onto this uh, this blog, but I'm I'm on that thing thinking, uh, what, why, why? Uh, it's just that whole, I, why am I bothering? Because I don't I don't need you know, pats on back or anything. I, I do, I've been thinking the exact same with Strava. I'm thinking, why am I posting on Strava for? I, I don't. I very 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 rarely click on to have a look at what people will do these days um the only time i use strava well I'll, I'll click on strava if i've just uploaded a run or whatever and i'll just write you know nine minutes run one minute walk and then i don't i don't flicker through or anything um the only time i actually do flicker through is if i'm investigating something <laughs> like um not so much an athlete but I'm be doing more research on a coach, and so I'll be stalking his athletes or her athletes or whatever it is. Um, but I haven't done that for a moment of time, so I'm not even sure why I I still post on Strava. Um, that that's also maybe on the chopping board too, because I just you know why 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 do I care about what other people think of me? But um, or why do why do I care about people seeing what I'm doing? I don't know. I'm umming and ahhing now, and it's you must be boring pod just listening to me bloody whinge and whine and complain. Anyway, today's question comes from Livingston, who I coach. Been coaching him for a few years. Um, super cool dude, and he writes a question which I have answers for. 
Um, which is funny because I was just talking about me once coming out of the water, you know, a few races, being the complete last person out of the water in a swim, and he's about to ask me a swim question. Which writes, here is a video I found from pool swim stroke versus open water swim strokes. Can you talk about the differences? I know that I have, I know that I have swam my triathlons with a pool stroke. But which would be which should I we be using for triathlons? Can you go through over the pros and cons of each? Here is a link. So he sent me a link to that. Um, um, what is it? Glo- glo- um, Global Triathlon Network, I think it's called. Um, which, by the way, the, the GCN, GTN, um, they're for sale, I believe. So you know, if you want to pony up a few few big dollars, you can own that network. Um, so just to give the big broad strokes, um, the difference between a pull stroke and an open water stroke, as they're saying, is, is your arm recovery. So a pull stroke, you've got, as your hand's out of the water, you've got a nice little high elbow, you're leading with the elbow and then into the water where open water, you've got a straight arm recovery, also referred to as a swinger, um, for, for instance. And I, I used to have that nice, well, it was never nice, but I had a high elbow recovery. And then after I broke my collarbone, um, the coach, um, Al, Alan Pittman, um, suggested I do straight arm recovery and it changed, you know, that was a huge improvement straight away. I was able to have higher turnover and, and stuff, but in particular, the races I do, I target have, um, very rough swims. So a straight arm recovery was always going to be, um, much better option. So um, for, for me, I, I generally target Ironman cans, for instance. Very, very rough water. Um, and so as you've got that high elbow, the, the you know, waves are just going to crush straight over you and knock it around a bit. So this high, the straight arm recovery, it's just nice, simpler. Athlete, triathletes new to the sport, old, especially middle, middle to older age um, athletes not from a swimming background are probably better off with a straight arm recovery um, due to the flexibility um, in the in, in and around the shoulders. They're probably going to be a much better better option. Nice straight arm recovery. So once your hands out of the water past your um, hip area, you're just throwing your arm straight out back out in front of you. Um, a key thing to keep in mind is um, what it does on the outside doesn't really matter as much as long as it's not having a negative impact with what your um, body and everything else is doing in the water. Um, so a, a proper, a, you know, a proper pool swim coach is going to look at you like you're a complete another moron muppet sw- swimming like that with the straight arm recovery but you know um it is what it is having said that for you livingston i have seen you swim in um videos and i would not change your swim stroke at all you you're quite a beautiful swimmer you got a beautiful technique and um I don't see a lot of upside changing your... Uh, it'd be too risky to change your swim stroke, to, in my personal opinion, unless you're talking about doing some pretty nasty um, 
pretty nasty you know open water swimming um i'd be really reluctant and because you know ideally um, should we learn both yeah absolutely in an ideal world but unfortunately for most of us we haven't got that available training hours um to dedicate to be really good at both both um you know you can can do it but um, but you just try and mark, instead of being crap at two different strokes, try and be good at one stroke, and then you can you know filter from there. Um, but uh, what I'll do is I'll put a link to this um, video Livingston's taught, um, sent me. I'll put it in the little show note thing, um, it, and then you can just click on that um, so you can have a you know a little look what I'm talking about. But if you're new to the sport, um, I, I would probably get, and you're learning to swim, I would probably consider that straight arm recovery. Um, it's probably going to be a lot easier. For, so um, if you're not. Um, and you've been focusing on that bent elbow unless you're swimming in you know some you know crap conditions coming up I'd probably just stick with your normal um, normal technique and uh, unless you want to give it a go and see what happens with the change um, but when you change you may feel a bit slower at first and then it may take a week or two to get going again but if I was Livingston, I would, I would leave your stroke alone. It looks beautiful, mate. A lot of people wish they would have that stroke. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, transmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.